Hello, mate. Hi, mate. Look at you. Ah, uh, look at your your face. I can't see you. I'm just imagining. I was going to say, look at what are you talking about? Still not in the same place. No, no. We're, we're edging ever closer, though. <laughs> we're edging. We're constantly edging each other. We're constantly edging one another's penises. Uh, Against the other, yep. metaphorically speaking. Yeah, they're just rubbing ends together like... Uh, metaphorically wrapped around each other whenever you remember this when we were at school and you get two sets of magnets and if you got the the opposite ends or whatever the same ends they'd sort of do that weird dance yeah. that's what the edge of our dicks do when we try to edge them together it's like a mamushka <laughs> get some swords out and start cartwheeling yeah, yeah. around it's just like fighting against one another it's been kind of a it's been kind of a weird um weird week in that we've had um listeners have got married one listener's had a kid wow. it's, wow. it's been a bonkers bonkers week for uh, the babblement listeners out there yeah i mean there's been all sorts there's been there's been highs and lows across mm. the board mm. so uh, any in particular it is, <laughs> it is time for us to talk about it, it? well on. i mean there, there is a global a global um high and low in um what I've been seeing from this Thinsulate Britain business. Right. So if you don't know who they are, they're like activists, they're like Greenpeace, but worse. Because what they've been doing is sitting in the road to yeah. combat climate change. So for our international listeners, that yeah, the, the M25 is notoriously one of the kind of busiest and craziest roads in the country. It's, like a... it's, it's a road that circulates London and then heads off in all the other directions... Um, basically setting you on your path from the capital. Yeah, and, and to the capital. Yeah, yeah, and it's notoriously like her- horrendous, isn't it? It's like a four-lane motorway. Oh, it's a bastard. There's always yeah, accidents. Five lanes, man. Five lanes, sorry. Yeah, up to five at one point, and it's still not enough. No, so it's that's just that's just some context for our international listeners. Yeah, uh, and these guys have been going out and and sitting on it. Yeah, so as, as a form of protest, they've been sat. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're going after the wrong people. They should be sitting around Parliament and shitting on their lawns, not sitting on the M25, but still. Yeah. So, so obviously the low is that all the wrong people are being affected by these people sitting in the streets. Yeah, essentially. But there has been a couple of highs. Go on, him. So one person epoxy glued their face to the concrete. So they couldn't be arrested. Wow. That's a low for me. Literally, like physically, that is low. <laughs> and and emotionally, that is also low, yeah. Yeah, what are you doing? But one of the highs has been Mike Graham on talk radio talking to someone from Insulate Britain, or Insulate Britain, whatever it's called. Right. And they were having a conversation. This guy was a carpenter that he was talking to. And he said, how are you as helping Karen your... Carpenter or someone that does something with no, As in a literal Noah oh, Jesus. So not the old... I'm building an ark. Okay. <laughs> Carpenter. Right. And he said, how do you... What you do... This is what Mike Graham said. He said, how does what you do help the planet in any way? You're chopping down trees. He says, yeah, but it's sustainable because you can plant trees and we plant more than we cut down. That's the whole point of it being sustainable. He said, you can't grow concrete. And Mike Graham said, yes, you can. 
No, no, you can't. You can't grow concrete the same way you can. Yeah, you can. Anyway, goodbye. And then it's like basically cut him off. What? Yeah, the, the, I think it was the Telegraph reported it as being you know the the carpenter was was stunned into silence or whatever after being owned by Mike Mike Moron Graham. It was like no, he said he blithered like a fucking idiot, <laughs> and then the carpenter was just so dumbfounded with his stupidity that he just stared at this gammon faced fucking moron. And then what was worse is that after he said concrete, you can grow, which you can't. Because it's it's a chemical compound which is put together with numerous ingredients. It's not a thing. You can grow rock, technically, but that's a fucking stretch if that's what he was trying to say. But to compound the whole thing, he went on a show in the evening to sort of you know reiterate his fact <laughs> and say, "Look at me! Look at how clever I am." Now, who is the most turgid? annoying and inconsequential person you can think of to be hosting an evening show on talk radio uh oh god i um it's the inconsequential part that that's i'm struggling to to think of i mean amanda holden oh you're close but although she is you know nigh on insufferable <laughs> at the best of times <laughs> yeah. Even she cannot compete to the absolute fucking fury I feel when I look at this man's face and I question why he's still around being listened to. Can you give me a clue? Would I get it if you give me a clue? Let's play. Everyone he was who's ever who's seen Lee with. Thinking of? Yeah, who, who's Lee? Think. <laughs> Most of the people that he was seen on TV with mm. would have been toothless. Okay, let's play. Let's play like a twenty questions kind of game to see if I can guess who it is. Right? Oh, hang on, hang on. Ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, is it a man? Yes. Uh, is he? Was he famous for something in the past? Yes. Would he be someone that we described as gammon? Potentially. Okay. Um, is he an actor? No. Is he anything to do with sport? No. Is he... Has he presented something on TV in the last year? No. Is he white? Not that, not that I know of, anyway. Is he white? Yes. That's about 10 questions now, I think. Okay, so I've got another 10 left. I'll give you another 10. Um, the listeners at home are going mad at my shit questions. Um <laughs> What are you writing that for? <laughs> well, it's really hard. I'm yes or no? Questions wrong. <laughs> you know what? You get a fucking podcast then, and you play twenty <laughs> questions. Um, okay, so I don't remember any of the answers to the questions I've already asked. I don't remember the questions I've already asked. Perfect. Um, <laughs> did he ever host a game show? Um, 
I'm going to say no, because okay. I can't think of anything. Okay. I think he only did the sort of one thing. Have we ever mentioned him before on the podcast? Uh, I would be very surprised if we haven't. Um... Did the thing? That, sorry, did the thing that he <laughs> a quick game's a good game. Um, is the thing he's famous for? Was it on telly? Yes. Was it on the BBC? Um, no. Is he younger than seventy? Yes. Is he older than fifty? Mm, I think so. Is he tall? <laughs> for, 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 you know, for a moment there, it sounded like you're on a bit of a roll with questions. <laughs> and then you just got to, is he tall? Is he tall, though? <laughs> is he tall? Uh, I don't think so. And you've got like three questions left. Um, when he was on the TV, did he have a female co-host? No. That eliminates like three of the people that I thought it was. Um, okay, I've got two questions left. Oh, come on, come on. Did he? Uh, does he have a catchphrase? Or did he have a catchphrase? No. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm starting to panic now. Um, one question left. Why did, I, why did I do this game? Why did I start it? Is he I should have just left it where it was. Does he have a beard? No. Is it Jamie Thigston? <laughs> Imagine if I got that right, I would fucking scream the house down. Those abominable fucking questions. It is not Jamie Thigston. Not the Thig. I don't know. I'll give up then. Jeremy Kyle. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> now I'm thinking about the questions. Like, yeah, you're right. I, you, you, you were correct. Jeremy fucking Carl. I thought he was dead. <laughs> what? No, I didn't really think he was dead, but I thought he um, was like dead to us. <laughs> he was metaphorically dead, just like our penis. I don't even remember who was on a talk show with Jeremy Kyle. I've completely <laughs> forgotten what the fuck we were talking about. We were just played 20 questions, the shittest game of 20 questions ever. Probably wasn't even 20 questions. Yeah, it's probably just a, a good indicator as to how fucking boring what I was talking about. Fucking hell. So seventy three. Seventy three. Uh got no- anything for that? Nothing. Got anything? Um seventy three, seventy three. No. I'm trying to think about miracle on whatever it is, Street. Seventy What's the number? Four. Seventy. Was it thirty four? Thirty four. <laughs> Miles away. Yeah, yeah. That's a waste of the only thing I can think of is that my dad's seventy-four. So maybe next episode we can call him live on the podcast and see what he's doing. Miracle on seventy-four. Fourth Street. Yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. No. Um, so I've <laughs> I've recently uh, been in Scotland. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're going. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna do the rest of the pod like this and oh. as a tribute to the time that I spent back in the homeland. Uh, it was a very, 
very interesting time. Um, it was only probably about 10 minutes after I landed that I uh, supped on my first cold glass of iron brew um, and had a scotch pie. That was almost immediate, so that was pretty good. Um, but in all seriousness, because... Was good. <laughs> obviously, and this some some listeners in the past have got confused by this. So I wanna I wanna I wanna set the record straight. I no longer drink iron brew since they changed the recipe. And if you were a long time listener of the show, you would know this. If you're sat there going, I didn't know that, go back and fucking listen because I talk about it way more than I should. But yeah. what they did do a couple of years ago as a limited edition is they launched Iron Brew 1901, which was the original recipe. Um, except it doesn't have the caffeine in it. It tastes almost identical. They released yeah. it as a as a limited run, and I managed to get my hands on a few bottles. Um, but since then, you can buy it online, but they've released it. It's, it's available all the time now. I just love the thought of you like queuing up for, a, for that specific iron brew. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the last time I was in Glasgow, I spent half a day going around trying to find the old Iron Brew because they still had some for sale and yeah. ended up travelling across the city to a secret, <laughs> can't-name location. I remember. To, exactly. I remember, yeah. So this time I didn't have to do that because they just sell it readily in the shops, the, the Iron Brew 1901, for £2 a bottle, for a big bottle, like a 75-milliliter bottle. So that was good. That was that was Getting positive. Back to what everyone wants. Yeah, under this muck in a boot. Um, but but I I, you know, Glasgow's a beautiful city. Um, weather's normally terrible. It wasn't too bad this time. Um, but the the one thing that I sort of noticed and always notice whenever I go to Glasgow, is um, when you there are certain situations or certain locations that you can be in Glasgow. Um, and you witness a very sort of, I suppose, archetypical Scottish person. So what I mean okay. by that is someone that looks, I don't know, like a heroin addict. Um, and and I realised, I made the realisation <laughs> as to why... It's a stereotypical... Yeah, 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 I can say that I'm Scottish, just a heroin it's fine. Addict. But I saw... I realised why people, some people find the Glaswegian as an intimidating person or as an intimidating race of people. And I think what it comes down to is that even if they're saying something nice or informative, it sounds like they're trying to start a fight with you. <laughs> That's So, for example, I was walking, uh, I was walking down... Um, whatever street it was, can't remember. And there's a homeless man sat on a little crate eating an apple. Um, and it's about five foot away from a, an ATM right. and or cash machine, as we would call it. And uh, two older ladies are trying to draw cash out. And what he says to the old lady is, oh, excuse me, darling, that, one's, uh, that one that you're on doesn't actually work. That's what he's saying. But how right. he says it is, Excuse me, darling. That one on the left's not working. <laughs> and she like fucking bolts round and looks at him. And I think that's the thing. Everything just sounds aggressive. You can't. You can't sort of. Um, I don't know. No, nothing sounds. Well, I don't think so. Anyway, nothing sounds kind of sexy in broad Glaswegian. Right. 
because it's just such a harsh has such a harsh cadence to it but i mean whenever <laughs> i go up there i just sort of practice right i see if i can pass as one of them with my old accent i see if i can uh yeah that's not bad thanks yeah cheers for that it's pretty good actually so um <laughs> you know if you want to if you want to go to glasgow i would highly recommend it uh iron brew scotch pies heroin addicts uh lots of aggressive vocal cadences and uh rain i mean the perfect holiday visit glasgow Sponsored by Visit Glasgow. Visit Glasgow. <laughs> Coming live from my mouth into your ear receivers. Not Seagull News! Wait, not Seagull News? Yeah, um, I'll be honest. Go on. Slow week for Seagull News. <laughs> slow week for Seagulls. It's a slow couple of weeks. I had a good look over the last yeah. few months. So any good recent Seagull News? Nothing. Nothing. No reports. No TikToks. No YouTube videos. No tweets. No hovers, no any of the other ones, Instagrams, blah blahs, no metas. Facebook, now called Meta. You see that? I, of course, yeah. Did you see Zuckerberg's fucking Android talking, did you? <laughs> did you see his uh, barbecue sauce bottle uh, bookend? <laughs> On the display shelf. <laughs> He's just fucking with people all the time. So what is this not Seagull news? This is Mark Zuckerberg news. Well, it wasn't going to be Zuckerberg news, but okay. it, it fits in nicely with the whole matter. So did you see the, 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 I don't know if it's a meme or if it's a screenshot, to be honest, but it says, if you die in the metaverse, you die in real life. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Like, what the fuck? Is it, it, it we, He's done this thing where you can represent yourself in VR in in, in like a fucking um <laughs> what is it like your own character but it looks like you so it's like an avatar right and that's that's meant to be the joke if you die in the metaverse you die in real life like in Ready Player One or whatever it was it's like what the fuck yeah I know it's terrible stop why is this happening why is he doing an April Fools in fucking October. Absolute madness. Yeah, but the but. thing I wanted to bring to your attention was, even, to be honest, <laughs> even more terrifying. Than Seagulls and Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. Okay, let me, ask you this, right? let me ask you this. Would it be more terrifying to just see, like, to see Mark Zuckerberg, <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg um, <laughs> like, glitch... As so, right, would that or be like Voldemort or, at the end of Harry Potter? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> or even that suit in the train station. Or, <laughs> or would it be more scary to see Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> riding on the back of a seagull? Like, what would be scarier? Glitch, a cyborg, android Mark Zuckerberg, or Mark Zuckerberg riding on the back of a train seagull? I mean, and apparently he... tiny because otherwise that would be implies one of two things. Yeah, that's He's true. either tiny or the seagull's, or the seagull's massive. fucking massive. Yeah, that's true. 
<laughs> Either way, that would be scary. I don't want that shit anywhere near me. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Okay, so it's but, not about that then. So what is it about? No. So I'm going to send it to you. Okay. Always good on an audio medium. It's, uh, you know it's the best way to convey any information. <laughs> and I mean, I could say that I'll put it on the Instagram at Pod and on Twitter at Pod, but it, I probably <laughs> you, will forget. You could say it. I'll Whether forget. it would actually happen or not, completely different. Yeah, okay, so I've got it now. But you're going to read this out. Oh, for fuck's sake, all right. How, what did you when I listeners when I said to him listen this is sort of like behind the curtain listeners I said to Lee off off pod off mic I said um I don't have any seagull news do you and he said no but I've got something similar now I'm going to read you this headline <laughs> and I want you to tell me listeners if this is similar to seagull news ready two US weapons company have collaborated and managed to strap a sniper rifle onto the back of a robot <laughs> dog a sniper rifle is that what I said? <laughs> oh, okay. A, sn- a snipper riffle on the back of a robot dog. The quadrupedal unmanned ground vehicle, or G-U-Q-U-G-F, is designed to be unstoppable. It can fire out 1,200 metres which is a- and is equipped with the day and night sensors. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so this is now robot dog news. It is, yeah. Okay, all right. They're the real thing. It's the dogs from um, Black Mirror. Black Mirror, with a massive fifty cal sniper rifle strapped to the back of it. Yeah. It it starts. It begins. I'm, I'm starting to think maybe we're going to have to team up with the seagulls to right. take on these new. The narrative robotic- has shifted. It, it, it has, because we're, we're only a few years away from these things taking over. Okay, so, all right. AI, here's, as it were. here's a hypothetical then. Who would win in a fight between a giant seagull being ridden by Mark Zuckerberg or a robot dog with a sniffer ripple on its back? <laughs> sniffer ripple? <laughs> um, Who would win? Bearing in mind oh, that he is a cyborg. Or an android, so <laughs> and it's a giant seagull. Like it's a seagull at least the size of like a horse. I'm going with Zuckerberg. Yeah, I Is think it's just so. the one dog. Yeah. I don't think the dog stands a chance. So how many dogs would it take to defeat a giant seagull that's being ridden astride by a cyborg Mark Zuckerberg? Probably three. Three. Three Triangulation, isn't it? Triangulation. Okay, well, (laughs) listeners, tune in again next time for more robot dog news. (laughs) Don't be angry, don't be pissed. Just hit that and put it on your head. <laughs> Sound like you ran out of breath then. On your head. That's a good one. <laughs> I went so high you couldn't hear it anymore, but your dogs love it. Um, hang on. Go on. I've got to access the uh, two seconds. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, go on. Just accessing the uh, the mainframe for the 
spreadsheet. I, fa- I faxed it over to you. Yep. You got it? Um, after close dissection mm. of the information in front of me, the ups and downs of the fluctuation. Have you looked at the Venn diagram? I sent. Yes. Okay. Uh, I, put, I, I also cross-referenced with the other. Um, I put it on a, a Mark Zuckerberg chartered seagull, so you probably got that. <laughs> this is your guy, mate. Yeah, guy? Oh, yeah. oh, okay. That's good. That's a surprise. Uh, so my first one is um, walking on cobblestone streets. <laughs> Now, um, do you mean the massive, uneven cobblestones, don't you? I mean cobblestones of any variety, really. (laughs) They don't have to be massive or uneven, although all cobblestone streets are that. I mean, saying the word cobblestone is quite tricky for me. Um, But I'm awaiting uh, surgery on my ankle, have been for a couple of years now. And uh, I'll tell you, walking on a cobblestone cobblestone street is, uh, yeah, it's a fucking nightmare for me. Uh, Especially, and this one kind of links in, when you accidentally (laughs) tread or, I should say, uh, immerse yourself in a puddle, um, <laughs> where you think you've stepped over it and you end up kind of kicking through the puddle and it goes into your, like, through your shoe, into your sock, into your foot. <laughs> like, that is a fucking nightmare. So that's my second one. Uh, my Good third fun. one is um, hotel pillows. Um, yep. I've never, ever gone to a hotel and slept in a hotel bed and found the pillows to be comfortable ever <laughs> i don't know what they're made from they seem to think that everybody likes to sleep on a pillow that's the 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 sort of same width as a i don't know a small child do you know what i mean like that it's too thick it's way too thick and they give you two of them and one of them's slightly thinner than the other neither of them are suitable in my opinion um <laughs> My next one is the fact that Kerry Katona is on everything. Like yeah, she, she's I everywhere that. at the moment. It's a real of having she like a, a a Kerry Renaissance. Kerry, I was well, Renaissance, Renaissance. Yes, yeah. Renaissance. No, I think Renaissance is better. Renaissance. I mean, she's fucking everywhere. You put on a baked potato. Kerenacence, yeah, Karen, Kerenacence. <laughs> she does my fucking head in. Talentless, moronic, fucking idiot prick. So um, yeah, I'm annoyed that I have to see her everywhere. Um, watered down hand sanitizer. Um, oh, okay, yeah, so, so it you, just drips everywhere. Well, yeah, you push down and it's too much and you end up getting fucking pebble dashed with some cheap grade water luby shit fucking nightmare um single track roads <laughs> um i i just feel like i'm going to shit myself every time i l- drive down one i hate them they're a nightmare i don't want to have to drive on them um when you <laughs> oh when you want to wear wear something you go to put something on, but it's still damp. Uh, yeah, in there. Um, 
and and that's just there's nothing you can do you can you know you can try hair dryer you could just blow on it quite hard um doesn't work does not work so that's a nightmare and then my last one is what i'm calling bed hunger um getting to bed and you're hungry <laughs> and he's like well I, it's bedtime so i don't really want to get out of bed to go and eat a snack and then get back into bed especially because you you know i've normally brushed my teeth beforehand so then you've mm. got to try and kind of navigate it's 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 a very tricky situation to be in um so i don't know if anyone's got any suggestions for for how to cure bed hunger um if you have then uh email well, us com or social media at badmintpod let me know yeah, you can help me as well because I I had one called the sweet savory dichotomy. That's on your where list. You just, yeah, go on, Em. Where you just end up snacking at times you shouldn't. Could be during the day, could be during the night, and you just bounce back from the fridge to the cupboard, and it's like a biscuit or a bit of chocolate, and then it's oh, I'll have a bit of ham. Oh, there's some chicken there. Biscuit, bit of chocolate. Oh, look, ham again. Back and forth, back and forth, trying to be good. What, trying, trying to be, to be good, good by eating ham, chicken, biscuits, no. and chocolate? <laughs> trying to be good first, and then you just oh. fall into this loop. Well, uh, I, I think like, surely you've always got to go savoury first. You've got to go a bit of ham, bit of chicken, then... That's what I mean. You just go yeah. around in a circle, though. It's like Volivant's right. cheesecake, chicken leg. <laughs> Volivant, cheesecake, chicken leg. Yeah. Great. Change from that sweet to savoury. You get stuck in a loop. The sweet savoury loop. Yeah, I know what you mean. Sweet savoury loop. Uh, the new phone password proclivity. Um, you get a new phone. Yeah. You've got these magical apps that go, hey, I can copy your old phone and put it on your new phone. Now, would you like me to do that for you? And you go, yeah, go on then. You press a button. All goes nice and smooth. You get all your apps on your new phone. It's just like your old phone, but it's new. Excellent. And then you've got to sign in to everything. Everything. All the things on your phone now need to be signed in. Emails, better sign in. Hey, what about that social media? Better sign in. Oh, you've got an app for doing some edits and so- better sign in. Hey, you want to do something else? Sign the fuck in. That's everything. Everything sign in. Don't have the same password for everything because you're going to get hacked. So you need a different password for all these things. Can you remember all the passwords? No. I just farted into the microphone. <laughs> you didn't hear me. <laughs> <laughs> what? I just farted into the microphone. <laughs> you didn't hear me. Well, I'm on the speakerphone. I can't hear a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, if you rewind like <laughs> 30 <laughs> seconds, you'll hear me try to do a discreet fart that absolutely gets picked up by the microphone. So sorry about that. Um, Copying a number. No, copying an information on your phone. Sorry, my fart distracted me. Because <laughs> I thought you were going to hear it and say something and you just carried on and the longer you carried on, I just ca- I just started laughing. <laughs> well, the last one is the picture I've sent you. Oh, okay. Let me have a look. What is it? Let's have a look. Which hopefully doesn't relate to what you've done in your house. <laughs> okay. So do I need to describe it to the listeners? <laughs> Well, it it's my George Foreman grill. 
Can I just say for the record, you're the only person I know that's got a George Foreman grill. Hey, they're good, man. They're the <laughs> lean green fat fucking reducer machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It works. And you can use it for everything. Like my eldest used for a chocolate sandwich of some sort. Uh... One chocolate sandwich ended up looking like that. Basically, it looks like someone's had a fucking shat all over it. There's that much chocolate. Yeah, that is a lot of... Yeah, it does. Listeners, it looks like a shit sandwich that has burnt to a crisp. So it's the fucking grill husbandry that I have to do every single time. (laughs) Why should I have to clean that up? Well, you shouldn't make the kid clean it up. I do. And then he starts fucking, like, wimping out and just leaves it. You shit at it. I'm a fool. You are a fool. You're an absolute fool. Every so often, I've, I find something that I've, I swear I've mentioned before, but for some reason it fell off the radar. And uh, I happened across a, a tweet that I've sent to you. Okay. And it reminded me that this existed, and if I haven't mentioned it before, I'm sorry. Okay. But after you press that link, you'll notice that you're watching a video. Okay, yes. Yeah, so I, I saw, I've heard, heard, oh, heard, I've heard about this. Actually, <laughs> oh, I have okay. heard about this. Yeah. So, yeah, this is the uh, Balloon World Cup. Yes. So basically, it's a massive game of keep the balloon in the air. <laughs> yeah, but but the arena is a living room that's got a referee and a car and a pinball machine and a sofa and a beanbag and some tables and some stools and yeah. Well, it's a, it's a perspex living room, yeah. It's yeah. got all sorts in there, essentially. And it just seems like... the ma- I can't believe I missed it, but look at the name of the two countries. Now, I imagine that's Germany, is it? Yeah, it was the German flag. But it says Alemania. Yeah, Alemania. What a great name. Yeah, Alemania versus Peru. I wonder who won. Uh, Peru went into the first. Let's find out. I want to know who won now. Okay. So, so yeah, I mean, I think um, it's um, it's one of those sort of modern things that you look at and think, do, is this something that we need in our lives? Yes. You know, the world is going mental. Like, I saw something the other day. I don't know if this came across your radar. But it's um, a new series on the TV that kicked off on Wednesday night called Extraordinary Extensions. Have you seen this? <laughs> yeah, I was going to mention it to you. Um, so the presenter. Yeah, so it's a TV show that's basically, imagine Grand Designs. Um, but just looking specifically at people adding extensions to their property, and it's hosted by Tiny Temper. Yeah. The the famed garden designer, Tiny Temper. Like, <laughs> it's just a very odd... It's, it's just, it's, it kind of feels like the world's just sort of shit itself and gone, yeah, fuck it, we'll have a Balloon World Cup. 
Tiny Temper, yeah, you can host a show that's about fucking extensions. Extensions, like, yeah. What is happening to the world? It's just it, all all quality is falling apart as everyone hunts for the most watered down, basic, you know, like not you know non-committal to anything views in a show. So it's like, right, uh, let's have a program about extensions with Tiny Temper. Yeah, why not? Like you said, let's do it. Let's go for it. What what else is all we got on telly? Oh, we could. We, there's a drama about um. Some some sort of modern day issue on on this channel. Cool. Okay. Where's the nuance? Well, it's it's Where's the nuance. Like I'm gonna send you a picture. It's um, just it's all washed out. This, it's like it's all been dipped in alcohol. Like if that's if a TV show about extensions and watching a balloon fucking World Cup isn't bad enough. I turned on my TV the other night. I had a really late night at work. Got back about half 10, 11 o'clock. And I thought, I'll just put the TV on for 20 minutes before I go to bed. And I turned my TV on, and this was the image that appeared on my TV. Do you want to describe that to the listeners? Literally, turn the TV on. That's the first thing that came on. What is it, really? <laughs> Uh, it's a little tiny penis. It's a picture of a dude with a very small, um, flaccid penis. It's it's that fucking TV show Naked Attraction. Oh my god! Um, and you just like with that, and it's like okay, here's here's a game for you. What would you rather watch? You've got three choices. You can you have to watch. You can only watch one, but whatever one you pick, you have to watch on a loop for the rest of your life. So oh whenever God, you turn okay. the TV on, you have to watch one of these TV uh, shows. Oh, this is going to be horrible. Not, not right. the same episode. It can be a, the, the whole series or all the yeah. episodes that exist, but either Balloon World Cup, Tiny Tempers fucking Conservatories, or <laughs> um, Naked Attraction. Which would you oh, watch? Balloon World Cup. Balloon World Cup. Yeah, I think I would too. Yeah, just a continuous Balloon World Cup. That'd be fine. I can remember when I was in Edinburgh, and a shout out to uh, to Melly Mel, who listens to the podcast. Um, we were in Edinburgh, and we one evening, we watched like five episodes back-to-back of Naked Attraction when it first came out. Um, and the thing that that kind of st- always stands out stands out to me is summarised in this one example. So this woman gets on Naked Attraction. She's choosing the men. So straight away, the first thing that happens is you've got six dicks of all various shapes and sizes. And, you know, she's going up and in looking at the dicks and the host at one point is like, um, can you just hold, if you guys, can you just all just lift your balls up so we can just have a look <laughs> underneath? And I thought, imagine a guy doing that with six women in a, in the booth. Like, sorry, ladies, can you just pull your flaps apart just so I can see right, I just want to get right up there let me get my phone torch out and just shine it up there and see what's going on right that was the first thing so is she all the way through she eliminates now her whole thing right her whole thing was she kept saying like oh yeah i only date bad boys i really need to stop dating bad boys and honestly listeners if you ever want to watch if you ever watch naked attraction here's the gauntlet that I lay down to you. If it, is, if it is, well, yeah, but if it is men that are behind the, the fucking screens, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, 
the woman will pick or whoever is picking will pick the one with the biggest dick. No matter what it is, as soon as you see the biggest dick, you go, well, that's the one she's going to go for then. Because <laughs> this woman who didn't want bad boys, there's one guy in the booth who looks like a bad boy, loads of tattoos, really muscly. Biggest swinging dick I've ever seen. Absolutely like a horse's <laughs> dick, right? The last two are, are him, big, tattooed, beautiful, muscly, big dick, and <laughs> a little fella in a wheelchair with a little tiny dick. So well, obviously she's going to pick that. And they do a bit where when she goes off to get naked and then comes back on, so she gets naked, they come on and go, what do you like about her? She's like, well, she's got nice tits. And when she's off, they both have to stand there. And the host's like, okay, gents, so what do you admire about the other one's body? And as she asks the guy in the wheelchair, <laughs> like, bearing in mind, he is dick height this guy so she asks him and he just turns his head and there's this like 11 inch dick just hanging there and he's and it's just like well obviously she's gonna pick the one with a massive dick isn't she <laughs> i do want to see how tiny temper builds a conservatory though i don't think he does oh well, i'm not watching it then <laughs> show me the dicks <laughs> imagine combining balloon world cup and naked attraction Naked balloon woke up. No, you've just got to hit... You've got to keep someone's dick from dropping. You've just got to keep hitting the dick so it's up. It doesn't, doesn't ever swoop down. <laughs> Fuck me. The world has gone to shit, mate. And we're your hosts for it. Uh, yeah, thank God we're not talking about dicks and stuff. No, exactly. We're far more highbrow than that. We'd never hear us talking about floppy big dicks. <laughs> big swinging dicks you'd never hear us talk about BSDs never big dicks not even once no never never so as we record this it's spooky day tomorrow isn't it all Hallows Eve, yes it is. All Hallows Eve tomorrow. But as we all know, this is just a precursor to the real holiday. This is just the, this is like, you know when there's a festival and there's like a mini pre-festival the day before, before everything starts? Right. It's like a shit version of a festival. Okay. Halloween is now treated like the shit version of Christmas. Okay. So if you go into the shops and if you have been able to go into the shops for the last month or so, there's already Christmas stuff out. Yes, it's confusing time. Yeah, so you've got Halloween and then next to Halloween you've got Christmas trees and shit like that. Like, they're, they're side by side. But I went into the shop today and bearing in mind it's Halloween tomorrow, Christmas has already taken over. Okay. Halloween is relegated to a shelf at this point. And now it's just Christmas. Okay. And I think I found the best Christmas present for a child I've ever seen. Okay. I would like you to describe it. Okay. (laughs) 
Okay, so listeners, Lee has sent me a photo, uh, which is a pink turtle with a blue under and a what looks like a purple shell. Uh, it's £32.99, and it's uh, called Gotta Go Turtle. And it is the turtle looking very happy whilst sat on the toilet. You feed it food, it shits it out, and then you feed it the food again. So, look, I was having this conversation in Scotland um, with some friends where we were talking about the fact that there are so many poo-related kids' games. Loads, right? Like, catch the poo. Whose poo is this? Put your poo on the floor. Poo charades. <laughs> it's just like, why is everything... Po- throw the poo. Throw poo. <laughs> Buck a poo. It's all just like... <laughs> what is with all the poo-related games? I don't know, man. Like this, I saw this. It's like, gotta go turtle. Like, what the fuck? There's a dog one. There's a there's a baby one where it actually shites a nappy. It's like just training you to be a, a parent at like two. Like, wait a minute. They don't have to know about that yet. They can just work it out later. <laughs> Guess poo. Guess poo. Just loads of different bitches of poo. <laughs> you just got to guess like who, poo. like what, what did they eat the night before? Guess poo. Noughts and poo. <laughs> that doesn't even, that's not even a pun. That's just noughts and poo. <laughs> poo and ladders <laughs> that would actually work all the snakes are actually poo we're on to something here we need to manufacture more poo related games exactly that's where the money's at now i mean do your kids... educational toys but it's not it's just poo toys just are your kids interested in poo toys I think they're past poo toys now. Yeah, they're a bit old for poo toys. But yeah. I mean, okay, so listeners, if you can think of any good poo-related toys, um, I, I guess let us know, I guess. <laughs> poo top trumps? Pop, pop trumps? Poop trumps. Poop trumps. There we go. I knew there was one in there. <laughs> Chess poo. <laughs> All the pieces are just poo. It's all poo. different. Poo to poo five. The game of poo. The game of poo. <laughs> poo busters. <laughs> just all the poo all the time. Merry Christmas, listeners. <laughs> On the Christmas episode, we will be reviewing all of the best poo games. <laughs> yes. Tell you what's next? What? The fact that I've been watching Golden Girls, man. <laughs> You're watching Golden Girls. I, me, the wife, my eldest, every night, Golden Girls. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why? We're on a mission to do all of the Golden Girls because we never to realized... do them all. <laughs> that would be yes. quite tricky. <laughs> no, just to just to watch every episode one by one every season until we're done and I'm I'm worried because I like it and it makes me laugh but that is also what it does for my mum my mum likes it and it makes her laugh and I'm worried I'm turning into my mother 
I'm going to be your like... Mom, your mum also looks like Seth Rogen. So, you know, maybe that's <laughs> maybe that's what it is. Um, it's funny though, isn't it? Whilst you've been watching... Um, I was going to say, whilst you've been watching Rumbledy Thumps. No, whilst you've been watching Golden Girls, I've been watching The Sopranos. So, I mean, I'm definitely cooler than you. Well, I know what you're going to be watching, mate. What's that? I know you fucking love the actor that's in it. Go on. Willow series reboot on Disney+. Plus. Uh, oh, my God. I forgot. Hey. Hang on. I forgot on the last pod I didn't tell you this story, and I can't believe I didn't tell you it. So back in August, at the end of August, it was my birthday. Uh, thanks <coughs> to the listeners who said happy birthday on Instagram at Pod and Twitter at Pod and Facebook.com forward slash Pod and BabbermantPod at gmail.com. Um, no one sent me an email. Um, <laughs> someone... A friend of mine, someone I care deeply about, was looking to that, and they revealed this story to me after the birthday, where they wanted to get me a cardboard cutout of someone. And originally, there were lots of ideas floating around. You know, Goldblum, Bill Murray, all the. You know, I mean, I don't think Dave Benson Phillips has one, but if he did, he'd be on the list, right? Yeah. And then what they decided to do was get a Warwick Davis one. And when, whilst they were looking <laughs> at all of the different cutouts, there was a, a, an option for a full-size one or a three-quarter size one um, or half-size one, I think it was. And when they looked at the Warwick Davis one, the half-size Warwick Davis was only two inches shorter than the real Warwick Davis. <laughs> <laughs> now I was hoping that the full size Warwick David cardboard cutout was like six foot, so it would actually be a giant a Warwick Davis. <laughs> but I just thought that was amazing. I felt like I was going to uh, contact him and say, "Do you know that you're they're taking the piss out of you?" But then I thought, if he ever listened to our podcast, he would know that we are also taking the piss out of him. <laughs> but yeah, three quarter size Warwick around. Davis. the end the end is, is now it, it's right now reet reet me yeah um over. we're done i feel like this this episode is um akin to the kind of craziness that's going on in the world okay and um you know i i talked in the last episode um about what's now being coined as the great brighton bin disaster um which to remind you and listeners is is essentially in brighton where i live um the bin men have been going on strike bin people have been going on strike and there's just piles of shit everywhere did i not talk about it no i didn't even realize oh well no no i tell you what i put that i put a photo on our uh instagram at badman pod and um, um yeah so essentially the bin people have gone on strike and there are just piles and piles and piles and piles of rubbish everywhere. And it, it sort of folds into the kind of end times idea of just everything's falling apart. You got, you know, balloons and 
tiny fluffy dicks and 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 rubbish you know it's all falling apart and uh what someone has decided to do to a rancid overflowing bin in brighton is um tie a dick-faced balloon to it (laughs) so as you're driving down uh down the road you'll be able to see the rubbish before you see the rubbish because there's a dick balloon on it right which is great but you see all of these sort of weird i guess follies and and you know oddities that are happening whether it's on tv or people just acting like fucking morons and just weird shit happening what i think it's done for me i don't know what it's done for you lee or you listeners but what it's done is it's kind of made me reflect on what i think are some of the bigger questions so when we we started the podcast you know 71 episodes ago the the thing that we 72 whatever this is 73 yeah yeah there you go my maths is terrible um one of the only things that we've as, as sort of been a staple part was the hate list and we said when when the hate list was conceived it's not about the big things it's about the tiny little things that grind your gears well yeah i i think what we should start to try and do from time to time is try and answer some of life's bigger questions as a response to all the crazy weird squid game nonsense that's going on in the world (laughs) okay so what i've got three questions which i think are really big and really potentially existential philosophical even that i thought we could maybe discuss and we could try and answer all right let's do it so i'll pose the questions to you question number one why is nobody ever having a regular, normal, standard poo in public? <laughs> Whenever you're in a public toilet and someone has to poo, it's always fucking terrible. Yeah, you listen to it and it's like... <laughs> <laughs> and, and I thought, well, maybe it's because the only reason why you would go in public is if you li- you know you couldn't help yourself. Like, yeah, it's over. But it just there's so much distress that goes on in public toilets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just, I, I don't... Why is that? Why is it? It's is it just... thumb gravy time. Yeah, and, and just... Obviously, I've only ever pooed in a man's toilet, in the in the men's toilet. But some of the things I've heard, I've talked about before, asking a guy if he was okay. When I was in the um, airport, the the, yeah. the last time I was in an airport, there there was some dude sat there pooping, and it, he just sounded like he was not okay. <laughs> and I, I don't understand. And and also, in, while I was in the toilet, my second big sort of existential question happened. You got a row of sinks. Let's say you got five sinks. Above each five of the sink is a soap dispenser. Why in every bathroom, every public toilet, every public restroom, not Mm. all of the sinks and soap dispensers work? (laughs) When have you ever been to a public restroom and all of the sinks and soaps have worked? One's always a little bit sort of, I don't know. Yeah, one of them, the soap doesn't come. Why? Why is there no not more consistency? 
<laughs> you demand more sink consistency. I want sink and soap dispenser consistency in public toilets. Yeah. And and the third one that came into my mind was why does chewing gum almost immediately run out of taste? Yeah, it does, doesn't it? You would think of all the sort of strides forward we've made in science and in in technology, we could make a piece of chewing gum that its flavour lasts more than about three minutes before it starts going a bit groggy. Yeah, I I don't get people that continue to chew chewing gum ages after the taste is gone. So they're just chewing like cat gut. Yeah. Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> and I feel like those are the questions that we should really be asking, don't you? Yeah, the important questions, the big questions. That's what we're here for, listeners. We're here to both ask and try and answer some of the, the world's biggest questions. So if you've got any big questions that you would like to um, ask us and for, for Lee and I to try and decipher and deconstruct then then get in contact you know how let us know we can help of course we can we did that, we did that with the agony uncles and no one no one fucking bothered no well <laughs> you know i think they're just afraid of confronting themselves yeah because our advice and guidance and knowledge and and ideological framework is so strong that they're intimidated by our greatness i think that's what it is it's not because we're just a couple of babbling fucking morons <laughs> no no never <laughs> never all right i think we're done i'm I gonna think go we're done oh, i'm done i got shit to do me too happy, you got shit to do. happy halloween yeah merry christmas and uh muzzle tough <laughs> bye listeners bye What, shining a light in your own eye and sneezing is a superpower? It could be. (laughs) I mean, I think a superpower has to, like, benefit others, doesn't it? Does it, though? Well, I mean, Magneto, absolute bastard, kills people with magnets, is still a superpower that he has, though, isn't it? Yeah, okay, maybe I should rephrase that then. A superpower should have some kind of impact on other people. Or even yourself. Like, what does shining a light in your eye so that you can sneeze do, apart from get the sneeze out? If you had COVID, you're a super spreader. That, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Okay. Yeah, all right. Uh, all right. I'll, my I'll, point. All right, fine.